It's episode 110. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, kids. Hope you didn't party. <laughs> I know, right? I'm so tired. So tired of seeing people in fucking Texas and Miami. Vegas. And Vegas living their lives mask-free in clubs. In clubs, in house parties. Fucking no. Why? No. Why? It's not the time for that. There's been a lot of travel to Mexico. Yeah, and Mexico's fucked up because of it. That's some real colonizer shit. I was just going to say, we talk shit all the time about how white people ruin everything. We They brought smallpox over here, decimated the Native American population. Mm-hmm. And what are we doing now? Continuing it. Carrying on. It's a very selfish fucking choice to travel right now, especially somewhere like that where testing is not even readily available to everybody and... It's just fucked up. And if you're not talking shit to these people you see partying when you have communication with them. You're part of the problem. Yep. In my opinion. Because I say something. We're at a point now, the numbers in the Bay Area, like we were trying to prevent getting here. And right now, COVID is slamming us on our fucking neck. Yep. Um, LA it's bad. is bad. Yeah, LA. LA, one in five people have it. Yeah, and it's to the point where... They're warning people about getting takeout food and, like, everything. They're warning everybody in L.A. County right now that it's everywhere, is what they're saying. It's been dubbed ground zero of COVID. Yeah, what I've read is that um, ambulance companies are instructing their the paramedics to not transport people with low chance of survival because they need to preserve oxygen and space for people that have a chance of making it. The shit ain't a fucking joke. It's not. I have a friend, a very close friend that's in town right now visiting from L.A. And, um, you know, he's like family. And, you know, whenever he visits, he comes to my house. You know, he hasn't met the baby yet or nothing. And um, I'm not going to see him this trip because I thought about it. And just reading everything I'm reading about L.A. and knowing that he sees people when he's home. Like, Mm. I can't take that chance. No. If I gave that shit to my kids, I would feel so fucking bad. Or if they got it because of my company. Like, hell no. I can't do it. Uh, Yeah, I had a friend, a close friend, text me yesterday. Um, She shared with me a screenshot of an interaction between a doctor she works with and a Bay Area hospital is their morgue is so full that they're putting overflow bodies in unused operating rooms for storage yes yeah my friend that used to work at a hospital said they're usually the morgues there are usually um equipped to handle like 10 bodies mm-hmm. yeah not 50 not it 50. was 50 yeah. over the fucking weekend we don't even know what it is now but another friend because i shared that screenshot and mm-hmm. another friend wrote and said um you know she also works in hospitals in the bay area and said john muir in walnut creek and concord are both full their morgues yeah. are both full it's not a fucking joke and i just wish people would just listen listen yeah. i i get not trusting the fucking 
government. Yeah, we're, no one's encouraging you to trust the government. We're the last people. Trust your are, friends that work in hospitals, that trans, yeah. that that drive, you know, paramedics, doctors, nurses. Trust the fucking people that are screaming at you to please stay home and wear a mask. I just hope I don't have to go back to the hospital for anything cuz it's fucking scary. It's and when I went terrifying. this last time, I was like purposely not touching anything. I had to go do a urine sample. I was like moving Ugh. my gown to open doors and shit. You know, I was just like not coming in contact with faucet handles or none of that shit. Because yeah. it's just, fuck, it's, I'm really scared. Like more than ever. Same. I got a text message um, over the weekend um, let, from the union I work for letting me know that I can get the vaccine to Good. click the link, fill out the form if I want it. Yeah. And so I did. I'm going to get it and I'm just waiting for them to, to tell you when or. Yeah. Um, you know someone else that got it, right? I know someone else that got it today. I know um, one of our listeners' moms. Yeah. Uh, Gunner's mom, Christine, got it. No oh, okay. side effects. Good. Uh, my friend Jessica got it today. She got a headache and felt nauseated, but mm-hmm. it's. It's it only lasts for like um, a day. Mm-hmm. Um, I know two other people I know that work in healthcare got it. No side effects. So I, I've seen quite a few people getting yeah. it. Yeah, which thankfully to. that there are people. I'm hoping that'll slow it down. Yeah, and you know contribute to lessening the numbers. Yeah, definitely. Um, we both have hurt toes. How are your toes doing? <laughs> Mine hurts right now. I just yes. thought of it. Yes, and then so right after I got off the phone with you yesterday, I was moving that bar stool in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I pushed it up against the counter and wasn't paying attention. Girl, I slammed Smashed my finger. Your finger. It was bleeding. <gasps> I was like, I'm fucking really hurting myself today. Yesterday, she dropped a bag of Red Bulls on her foot. Three. Did you have shoes on? Probably not. I had slides on. Yeah, it hurts so bad. I don't know what I did. I think I dropped a hair dryer on my bare foot like a week ago. And I was telling her yesterday, I think I chipped a bone in my big toe because um, very well. there's no of. bruising or anything, um, but Sorry. it's been a good week. And anytime I move it or anything brushes up against it, it hella hurts on the side. And it hurts like inside, you know, something is going on. So I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, I can't just have a bone suspended in there. If it continues, I'm going to have to like try to get it x-rayed and see. But it fucking hurts. Yeah. When you hurt your toe, there's not much they can do for it except like buddy tape it. Yeah. I've I've broken toes many times (laughs) in the last few years and had to tape them next to the one next to it. I, I've spoke about how I broke mine last time in, in Jamaica. That was the worst. Yeah. In front of everybody. Um, I was laughing because when we got off the phone, my mom, I think, does this or she's been accused of doing this before. <laughs> and I was accused. like, I was like, do I do this? Because I don't know. So maybe you can better tell me. But I caught myself doing it yesterday when you told me about your foot. And I was like, oh, my God, my toe, something, something. You know, people that like always make something about themselves or give um, an example of how they've dealt with what I do that a lot. I think and we all do it a little bit. It's not a narcissistic thing. It's not like a um, ma- think, let's make the conversation about me. No, it's I not think that. it's more of like a shared experience type of thing. Oh, I can relate type thing. Yeah, it's never yeah. done. With, it's relatable. 
Yeah, it's never done with like malintent. It's right. definitely to relate. And it's not like I'm my story is more important than yours right. or you know like um I think we even do that on the show a lot, you know, quite a bit both what? of us. If you're saying something that happened oh. to you, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, this one time." Yeah, I mean, it's I for think that's bonding. Just, it's a bonding <laughs> relatable, you know, I I know how you feel type conversation. Yeah, yeah. But I, I feel like that could be received another way maybe. Yeah. So you guys, I'm not trying to always make it about me. I am. Okay. <laughs> so, I fucking always just wanted, wanted to clear that me. up real quick. Yeah. I hurt my toe too. It's a present pain. <laughs> um, oh my God. Speaking of fucking hurt. What? So I told this story when we went live on New Year's about Carolyn. Oh my God. You guys, Carolyn is known for falling. Carolyn is Crystal's aunt. For those of you that don't know, she's... It's so hard to describe how she is, but she's mentally uh, like ten. Yeah, my stomach is probably going to get picked up on the mic. By the way, mine's over here doing it again, right? (laughs) Same, same. My tummy too. (laughs) I just in case you know you hear it. So you really can't tell until she gets hurt or something like that, and then you can definitely tell. Yeah, or if she says (sighs) prayer before dinner. Oh, my God. I have videos of her doing prayers. They're the funniest thing because she thinks of her cats She's very and homeless true. people oh in heaven. God, yes. Yes. That, those are her main those prayers are, those. are going to them. Not the family at the table. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> Dead relatives, homeless cats. Yes. Those are three top. So I had to take her somewhere on New Year's. Um I pull up. Normally, when I pull up, I pull up. Uh, they have this stone fountain in front of the trailer. We're, we're fancy trailer people. So there's this stone <laughs> there's, there's a fountain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Somebody stole the main part of it, so it's just the base now. <laughs> oh, my God. So I usually pull up in front of it, and there's, like, this uh, concrete riveted uh, border around the rocks at the bottom. Anyway, I pull up. Apparently, I didn't pull up far enough this time. But instead of telling me, hey, pull up a little more like normally she would, she decides to take her fucking walker and maneuver (laughs) over it, okay? D'Amato's don't have any grace, coordination, balance. We're clumsy. We shouldn't even take any type of risks, but we all choose to. Right. It goes back to the impulse problems. So... Mm -hmm. She, I, I didn't even realize she was maneuvering over this fucking shit until my dad is standing next to her. Okay. I look back in slow motion. I see Carolyn going back like a turtle on her shell. Backwards? Yes. She's like, I'm falling. Oh, God, shit. Help. And she falls slow, right? She lands on her back in the gutter between my car and this fucking, these rocks. My dad looks at her goes up the steps to the trailer sits up there and lights a cigarette okay <laughs> he's watching he's her a great fucking help on, on her fucking back bitch. like a roly poly that can't flip over he's like well bitch i can't help good <laughs> luck crystal so i get out and you know she's like dead weight trying to get her up because so i'm like she's probably crying right so, like loudly so i was cracking jokes and she was laughing i had her under control I ask her, you know, can you roll over onto your stomach and maybe use your knees to get up? Somehow when trying to do that, she maneuvers her lower half of the body under my car now. So it looks like I'm running her over. 
<laughs> it looks like you already did. Yes. And I'm thinking in my head, how the fuck did you just do this, bitch? Like, why is everything so Why did you go so that difficult? way? Right. So, and now I'm like, fuck, how do I get her back? While I'm in the middle of thinking, fuck. You're this, like, drag your lower body this way. I'm like, I'm calling the f- fucking paramedics. I'm calling the fire department. This is too much. So... This white guy stops with glasses. He comes over. He's like, hey, I'm Mike. You guys need some help? And I'm like, yep. Clearly. Clearly, because my dad's not helping. Mike, put your fucking mask on. Get ready to work. He's driving by and stopped. So we get her rolled back over on her back. We both lift her up. It was absolutely like dead weight. We're, I have to take her to Safeway after this which she filled up for it i was feeling like forget it for an adventure i yeah, guess so, I been like we'll do this tomorrow we're gonna try again tomorrow right she wanted sparkling cider for new year's this was new year's eve yes okay so we're on our way there and she's like i think i think mike crap cracked my rib <laughs> from picking me up Great. and i was like listen if it gets worse you got to call 911 because i'm off i'm off for the evening so i was thinking about it and, you know, I said Carolyn falls in slow motion, and she absolutely falls in slow motion. One mm-hmm. time we were walking at the beach. We're walking. We turn around to see if she's coming. We turn around in time to just see her going forward, slow motion, <laughs> flat on her face. But then <laughs> her back arch, her back arches, and her feet go up while she's on her She stomach. did a scorpion. Yeah. Accidentally. <laughs> Oh, God. Another time I had taken her to Social Security in Richmond, up by Chevy's. Which is always packed. Packed, okay. And you know they have like three security guards up there. Mm-hmm. I'm watching her walk around my car and all of a sudden she just disappears. <laughs> <laughs> she was on the ground. Yes. Fuck. How do you fall with a walker so much? You have a yeah, walker. Yeah. She screams. So that's the thing. Oh, I, that's the part I forgot to add. When the guy Mike came over, she starts screaming bloody murder. I think I told you, I think it's an embarrassment reaction. So she's like, feel bad for me. Because she Don't gets laugh. really dramatic when so dramatic when someone helps. Like she'll. Yes. It, it, it like triggers takes off. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So there was that time. There was the time recently where Will took her to do her shopping. He didn't realize Christmas shopping. Right. Or no, so, it was Lucky's. I think it was Lucky's, mm-hmm. and he didn't realize she wasn't done. So he steps on the gas, and she holds on to the door instead handle. of letting it go. <laughs> He's lucky they didn't call the fucking police. Yes, that's what I said. Did he like drag her a little bit? A little bit. Oh, my God. But the best time was when we were living in San Pablo, and her and Bob had stayed the night. And Bob was her husband. Yes. And so the next morning, and Bob was slow too. So the next morning, they went to go take a walk to the store. They're gone about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, someone's banging on my door hella hard. And I'm like, what the fuck? I open the door. Carolyn's glasses <laughs> are sideways on her face. <laughs> There's blood pouring from her forehead. Oh my God. Her arm is bleeding. No. And my first thought was, oh my god someone beat her up oh my fucking god and she's screaming no. hysterically screaming and i'm like what fucking happened did you get by a car fuck what happened she's like i tried to step on the sidewalk and i fell 
Oh no! I take her to the. I have to take her to the ER for that one. She broke her arm. <gasps> Ended up having to have surgery on it and everything. And she's not an old lady. No. Yeah, she's not. No, she's she's lost a, a shitload of weight. She yeah. went from like two hundred and eighty pounds. She's down to like one sixty sixty something. something. Yeah. It's just it's, it's just be clumsiness and balance. Yeah, you know, balance issues. But Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. She needs to wear fucking knee pads and elbow elbow pads. I I was like, I'm going to start making you use a wheelchair because you fall all the fucking time. And your doctor's going to start calling Elder Protective Services to do random checks. Abuse checks. Right. Yes. Right. (laughs) Um, Fuck. Poor Carolyn. I know. Well, at least Poor she me. got she got her cider and stuff, right? And didn't party. Didn't go. Wasn't she trying to go to a party or something? Yes. And you had to tell her like, no. Yes, she wanted to go to her best friend's dad's no birthday. No, it's not the time for that. No, I said if you do that, you need to go stay there, like for a while. Like, yeah, yeah you can't come back and be you better your shelter dad a place at their house. Mm-mm. Uh, COVID's been hard. School for the kids is fucking hard. When we got out of when they got when oh we my God. when they got out of school for the holidays, I want to say it was like the first. You know, they got out like on a Thursday, I mm-hmm. think, or no, maybe not. Was it like the week before Christmas? Yeah. Um. Anyway, the next day at nine o'clock at night, I get a phone call. I'm so sick of them and their odd hours of calling. Okay, so I answer it expecting it to be one of the automated messages, right? Yeah. No, it's a woman and she sounds drunk. What? Yes. And this has happened before with another teacher that called that sounded fucking drunk. And she was like, I'm the one that's been calling your phone. And I was like, <laughs> You're she's, please like stop. she's like, you never answer. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Uh, like, who are you? And she wanted like an immunization record. And she's like, hella press. I sent you a letter and I'm like, okay, I'll get to it. Like, I have to call the school and have them send it to you guys. Right. Oh, my God. Sorry to interrupt you really quick, but. So Stevie um, is needs to be updated for her TB, right? Mm-hmm. They're in the house. They don't go anywhere. Right. They're not, They're not in going school. to school every day. So they have been marking her mother fucking absent for homeroom. Yes, Bunny has forty eight. Yes, and I and I called the school and I was like, "What in the fuck is this?" That's I watched policy. my child log in, and they're like, "Well, until you update that," and I'm like, "They're not at in person school. Yeah. How dare you what do is this the to their record?" Yeah, what is the fucking urgency? Is my whole thing. I said I will because I actually got her some shots um, when the baby had her last appointment. Yeah. I was like, "We're going there anyway," so um, let me bring her and you know get them done then, right? right? So I made them both an appointment. Which they're funny about doing. Like, doctors are not taking patients at a lot of places right now. They're trying to do phone appointments, video, Zoom shit, if possible, right? Yes. Schools need to understand that. And, bitch, you're not seeing my kid every day. You've never met her. So don't fucking act like you're exposed. Right. So she was like, well, yeah, you know, so whatever. That was that drunk bitch that called. That was a few weeks prior. So this one sounds drunk, too. This a whole other lady. And it's like holiday time and it's 9 p.m. And I looked at the time because I thought it's pretty fucking late. The time is rude. I'm in bed. Yes. 
So she was like, um, well, I just noticed her grades. Like she has three D's. And I was like, okay. And I wanted to be like, she did have two F's. Did you see she brought those up? Right. But um, she was like, yeah, I just don't want her to be, um, you know, sliding back. So on this break, I want you to have her request additional work and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting on the phone going, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm thinking, I'm not fucking doing that. Like, this is her break. Um, We've been struggling enough. You know what I'm saying? And this is like, we're navigating new territory. This is some shit y'all ain't never dealt with. So don't expect her to automatically get it right. Of course, I'm going to stay on her now. Like, you know, I've changed her phone curfew for during the week. And I'm having her do her classes in front of me in my room every yeah. morning now so i know she's not falling asleep so i know she's not like distracted opening yeah. other windows not on the right. phone shit like that you know and so she did bring up a lot of her grades from what they were last quarter yeah but you know i'm not even explaining all that to this bitch at 9 p.m that sounds drunk so no. i'm like yeah okay thank you thank you for letting me know but like really i was pissed because like you need to consider all of the factors and the fact that one of her teachers, she asked for additional work and they haven't responded. So it's like, not only does she not get any one-on-one work with the teacher, yeah. if she doesn't understand something, she can't even get any additional credit from some of the teachers, extra credit work from some of the teachers. Everybody I've talked to has said that their children's grades are so much lower than they normally are, yeah. myself included. And um, especially when you have, a, you know, one of your kids have... ADHD and mm-hmm. or ADD and um their focus is slim to none on a regular basis on a regular day in a classroom setting ensuring that they pay attention and you know I was telling you I sat in on Naya's school today and I was fucking I zoned out mm-hmm. within 10 minutes because I'm like how are they even doing this yeah and you know I feel hella bad for teachers so bad I have teacher friends and they're overwhelmed and these kids are over- overwhelmed and um I-, I should say underwhelmed at times but there's yeah it's very different doing school like this as opposed to in person it is so i bring this up just to say like be easy on your kids right now yeah um i feel like they've been through a lot uh more than any kids should have to deal with they haven't seen anyone to be they haven't had a summer they haven't had like literally bunny is like burnt out like she helps take care of the baby so much with me and like i've I've had to cut her some slack with the phone and shit because it's just like um this isn't a normal situation and she's on the phone this much this is a she's isolated from the world you know what i mean like she doesn't even go to the grocery store with me sometimes so it's like you're really not ever getting out she'll go days on end without leaving the house that's hard for a fucking kid yeah um so just be easy on your kids and consider all that right now and to be quite honest i worry worry more about the girl's uh mental and emotional health Mm -hmm. right now because it's such a huge change and they are so 
hello, we live in a cave. Yeah. You know what I... Th- and this their is phone a time, is their only fucking communication. This age, I think, is a really important time for oh, interaction yes. and social interaction and, like, you know, having friends and yep. kind of growing into teen years and figuring yourself out and shit. And it's yep. just... It's kind of thrown a wrench into all of that. Yeah. So I'm trying to just be more considerate of all that shit. Yeah, I constantly have to remind Mark, you know, when he's like, why do they have their phone, you know? We said we were going to take their phone because their grades weren't up to par. And I understand that. But at the same time, I'm like, we can't cut them fully off Mm -hmm. from the outside world. That's unhealthy and it's unfair. And I don't want to reward not up to par grades. But at the same time, I don't want a kid. You know what I mean? Like depressed. Yeah. Fucked up. We already have our own issues just genetic wise, you know, so it's fucked up and if your kids are struggling please you're not alone you're not at all everyone yeah all everyone us. i talk to is going through the same shit no matter what the kids age is yeah everybody on a roll kids that got on a roll their whole lives are now getting, getting D's, D's and shit yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's true it sucks um speaking of things that suck i've been like obsessing over steve lately i fucking i caught myself doing it the other night and um it's just so fucking sad i still haven't drove by his house which i want to do and like just leave some flowers or whatever but like um i caught myself like on his brother's facebook the other day for those who don't know steve is like a long time friend of mine like one of my best friends that recently passed away he started he's a client he started out as a client of mine and it grew into a friendship and he passed away and I'm just still trying to fucking adjust and it's crazy like um, it's gonna take a uh it's gonna take a long while yeah I I just caught myself like taking screenshots of like little kid pictures off his brother's page and shit and I'm like is this creepy or you know because i was just thinking i would print them and save them because i could totally see which one is him yeah but like i don't think that's creepy yeah i don't think it's creepy i hope not i i think you're you're in a grieving process and whatever helps you cope you know as long mm-hmm. as you're not showing up at the house fucking sneaking in windows and right. shit you know what i mean i thought about maybe texting his brother and just asking him if i could have something of his is that weird no even if just like a shirt or like anything right like, you know and i'm just gonna tell him i'm having a hard time yeah because um i, I th- am i think that's really reasonable okay yeah i just been fucking dealing with that yeah it's fucking the bigger the bigger role that somebody plays in your life, um, the harder it is for sure to acclimate to a new life without them. Yeah. You know, um, I still think about, dude, it's been year, it's been over a decade and I still think about Ashkia every fucking day. Yeah every day and i tell people that you know like when they lose somebody i'm like it's never you're never gonna get over it nope you just find different ways to cope right you know it it always hurts though it always hurts and i i don't think you're that's creepy at all and and i definitely think you should reach out to the brother yeah i will even if it's a fucking 
plate. Yeah, anything. He had a lot of, like, tchotchkes and stuff. You know what I mean? So it's, like, there's stuff I could even just mention to him. Like, if you guys still have his stuff around, just anything. Literally, a pen, anything. Yeah, especially um, Steve's passing was just so out of nowhere. It's not like he was sick. Not that that makes it easier, but you know it's coming. Because you know it's a possibility. You know, like, this... I just, uh, and this time of year is when I would see him the most, I feel like. So, like, when I think about last year or, you know, I said, like, when I think about restaurants and different shit, just he's constantly, I'm constantly being reminded of him. It's fucked up. I I really, um, and he was the only one to fucking talk shit to you, which I really, I loved him for that shit. He would laugh in your face. He did. He did. It's crazy. Fucking asshole. <laughs> he never gave a fuck. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'll reach out to his brother, though, and see. I definitely know. say you do that. Um, it's a good idea. There's been some drama. I've, I've seen, like, some people that I know and some friends, like, going through some drama. And I just wanted to say, um, you know, we always see a lot of, like, cliche, like, kind of quotes and all kinds of stuff about karma. Everybody knows what karma is. And I think when you're in a situation, common sense kind of disappears sometimes. Yeah. But, like, don't be out here, um, like, serving chaos in your life and expect peace. <laughs> like, because there's a lot of that going on. That's and I'm ridiculous. You know, I know when I'm acting a fool or if I'm being, you know, a little bit of a problem, Mm -hmm. I know what I got coming to me. Like, I made a comment the other day because I have, like, this massive cystic pimple on my cheek. And um, I get them sometimes. It's weird. Like, if I do get a pimple, it's going to be, like, the most disrespectful pimple. And it fucking takes forever to go away. And it's so fucking rude. And I have one right now. And I I said... um, it had me thinking like who was I running my mouth about or something to deserve this right Mm -hmm. but like even something as small as that like it'll make me think like have I been rude or you know what I mean right and I just have these friends that like are complaining about shit but it's like bitch I watch you every day serving chaos in your life fucking with somebody that has a bitch like you know what i'm saying like Mm, behaviors like this and then you wonder why things aren't lining up for you like come on it's common ass sense you know what i mean it's just energies like you're gonna get what you're putting out always that's just to be expected right yes and you know the people i'm thinking of they're smart people they're not oblivious like bitch you know you should are they self-centered yeah sounds like it yeah sounds like so it's that's what i say like you know common sense fades sometimes in certain situations i think but um seems to be fading a lot these days yeah (laughs) it is it is but it's just like god damn just take a minute and maybe think and assess your situations and why shit might be lining up for you the way it is yeah because you know payback be coming to get my ass on time all the time and i'm just like you know so it's never shocking yeah if i deal with something bad i know i had it coming or even if i don't know it you know that it's coming when it happens i know why it happened you know i think you're not like like why me yeah yeah poor (laughs) me it's a lot of poor me shit when it should be like duh i owed you one you know yeah 
I don't the know. universe is like sit the fuck yeah down the universe keeps score yeah. always and it, you got to just know that and and that should dictate how you move through yeah. life yep i learned that don't be a dick don't stupid um speaking of a dick i'm not gonna well a little bit um not really dick but sex so the other morning um will comes to bring the kids and i was watching the id channel and Mm. i was watching um an episode of one of the murder shows and Mm -hmm. in the show um this woman was married and her husband's brother so her brother-in-law was being a uh they were interviewing him after the fact. The woman ended up killing her husband. So they're oh. interviewing him and he's talking about how yeah, we noticed we noticed some changes in her. She quit cleaning the house every day. She quit <laughs> cooking him food. She just stopped being a good wife and I'm thinking, "Oh, shut the God fuck forbid up. she stops doing her duties." Right. <laughs> and then you know they had mentioned that maybe she had an affair or whatever. Uh-huh. Natalia was in there with us, right? <laughs> she every morning she comes and she goes Auntie Tristel, you watching the murder shows? Aww. She likes to watch them, right? So it's a commercial break. And I'm like, Shh, it's coming back on. And I'm like, here we go. Bitch, don't clean no more. Will goes, bitch, quit cooking my food. <laughs> Natalia goes, she's having sex with other men. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we fucking fell out. She just said, talk to me about breastfeeding a minute ago. No way. Did she really? I was making the baby a bottle. <gasps> And she goes, how, so how do you make the milk? And I said, like this. From my tits. And I'm putting, no, I'm putting the scoops. And she goes, so it's just that and water? And I said, yeah. And she goes, that doesn't sound very good. And I said, it sounds better than me breastfeeding. And she goes, <laughs> well, my mom breastfed Vinny and Gianna and me. And I said, some moms do. And I, you know, wanted to backtrack to not make it sound like it was yeah, bad. Right. So I was like, well, some moms do. I said, and then there's some moms that don't. I don't. And she goes, oh, well, I don't think that's good. <laughs> Talking about the bottle. <laughs> well, you know what? Pee-pee's fine with it. So. Pee-pee likes this. Yeah. It's all she's getting. Well, I don't think that's good. The other day we were making jokes uh, about breastfeeding again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, well, what would you have done if your dad tried to breastfeed you? And she looked at him and goes, I'll beat his ass. He you ever tries to breastfeed me. Oh, my God. I was like, I would, too. She had a birthday. She did. I gotta get her a birthday present, my favorite girl. Yeah. We make sure to tell the kids it is very much the normal thing to breastfeed. Oh, yeah. By choosing not to breastfeed, we are the ones that are, you know. Different. Different. Mm -hmm. It's very much that's what boobs are supposed to be for, is feeding your kids. But ours are sex toys only. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. We don't um, teach them that it's wrong or shame. No, no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I still remember the first time I told the girls, you know, because I didn't breastfeed when they were little, that you know some moms breastfeed, and I, I we might have the video on the Mac somewhere, but Naya and the girls were they were so, did they start crying? Yes, yes. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. I'm like, that's normal. That mommy is not normal. It's right, normal. Right. But they started crying, and I was like, I didn't do it to you. <laughs> 
you guys, you and your brothers always tease each other because yep. didn't some of you get breastfed and yep. some didn't? Yeah, me and Will got breastfed. Uh, uh, I think Richard maybe once, but because he had so many, you know, health problems and was in the hospital, my mom couldn't really breastfeed him. So when so we're, you guys are the ones that were sucking her tits. Yeah, so when we're in arguments or talking shit to each other, I'll be like, that's why you sucked mom's tits. <laughs> and Will's like, I'm done talking to so you. So disgusting. I know. It's the best way to yeah, end a fucking discussion, though. It is. And our whole visit. <laughs> um, drugs. Okay. All right. Not to be on another downer, but like. Great. Fuck. It's so hard. I mean, we have so many experiences with family and friends. And like, we're at an age. I hate to say it. Where like, um, a lot of our friends, our peers are dying. You know, like we're getting we've lost up there. a lot of friends in the last couple of years. I mean, we've lost a lot our whole lives. Yeah, but we're at that age where they start dropping off now to heart conditions. Yeah, not just or, like shootings or accidents. Yeah, or yeah. drug overdoses. But now like, it's like old people shit. Yeah, um, and it's it's kind of hard to see, but. Uh, you know, I just think about my peers and like friends I grew up with that are like full on fucking dope fiends now. And people don't understand how hard that is to see. Like for somebody it that makes you, you grew up sad. with, somebody that was my best friend, I called her a cousin, full on dope fiend now. And, you know, it's more than one example that I like have. Walking like walking around. Yeah. Looking. Like dirty. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's fucked up. It's hella um, sad. And it, it's just heartbreaking. And it's like, you know, there's people that never see that ever in their lives. And I'm just like, you guys are so lucky. I just want I you to no know idea. how lucky you are to not have to deal with a parent or a relative or a friend or a peer and watch that transformation because it's fucking hard. Yeah. I have cousins. I have friends. I have, you know, and it's like um, I, I'm dealing with a situation now with a friend that's like pretty far gone. Ugh on drugs and i was dealing with that for a long time yesterday because it's a very claustrophobic hurt fucking helpless feeling where like you want to help them you want to force them to take your help you know what i'm saying and so like i did what i could and um i was able to track them down and i reached out and um you know, I really want to be like, hey, like, let me pull up on you. But then I had to think that might not be the safest situation, yeah. especially with COVID and shit right now, because that was my intention at first. But I was just like, where are you at? Like, I found out specifically where the person it was. And um, luckily, I have a relationship with this person where, like, they respect me a yeah. lot um, in, like, a motherly way, I'll say. Yeah. And so they don't really talk back or like you know have the attitude that they would yeah with other people so i use that to my advantage and i was like listen like where are you at you know i just want you to know like if it is something going on call me please like just making sure that i said that because with losing a friend recently and shit it's like um not in the same situation at all but you just don't want to have any regret and don't right. want to feel like you didn't do enough. Shoulda, or, woulda, coulda. Exactly. That's a very fucked up feeling. Yeah. So I'm trying to be more um, direct in my relationships with people and like make sure they know that I love them and shit. Be very intentional. Yeah. While I have the chance. Yeah. Because after the fact, it feels so bad. Like, it does. And you're unsure if they knew and you know, yeah. shit like that. 
So um, it's like you can't force anybody to accept your help. I know that. I know how it works. I have a parent that was on drugs. And yeah, it's just lots of family. Like, I'm familiar. Um, But just make sure that you let them know that you're someone they can call. Because maybe they don't know that. And they don't want to bother people with their problems. I've felt like that before where I've been in a bad situation. But I don't want to be a burden to people. Right. Um, even though I'm a burden a lot to you, <laughs> like <laughs> I call you like nine one one, like it's different. I've kind of gotten over it with you, like <laughs> that's different. Yeah, but with others, you know, I try yeah. to not feel like a burden. Thank God for your uh, personality and just being the t- caregiver for yeah. everyone because. God, um, if it wasn't for you and my sister, I would be like, you know, having a much harder time with life. 911 would be at your house more than twice in one month. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, But, you know, it's just let someone know that they can call you and that it won't be a burden because, like I said, they might not want to put their shit on you or trouble you with it. Right. But like, so verbally let them know it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Because they might need to hear that, you know? Yeah. It just makes me sad because it's like there's not really anything I could do. And then there's some drugs like heroin. If heroin is an issue, you're gone. I don't Uh. even know why people in this present day still try that shit. Why are you? Why? That shouldn't even be something that you experiment with, because I feel like we all know once you get on that, you're done. Like there's no full recovery from that. I think it starts out with opioid addiction. And then yeah, it becomes and then it's too a cheaper, expensive. Right. Yeah. It's a cheaper alternative. It's horrible. It but it's like even people I know that are in, like recovered for like 10, 20 years, they always eventually relapse. Always with that drug. Always. It never fucking fails. That's the one drug I feel like you never come back from. Yeah, I feel like it's so great and so addictive. It just doesn't. So you should know. Never fuck with it, right? That's like, why don't I ever said. ever try it. If I ever find out I'm terminal. I'm doing fucking heroin. I want to know what it's all about. It's crazy. It's just like, um, yeah, it's a scary thing. And so it's just really heartbreaking seeing somebody go from what you knew. And then they're robbed of that. So now they're a whole different person. So you have to be careful of that, too, because I'm like, part of me wanted to be like, come to my house right now. But then I'm like, is that a safe situation? I'm going to have to hide my purse. Right. Right. Not even being funny. No, being absolutely truthful. Yeah. I'm going to have to hide my shit. Like, and if, you know, this could go left. Like, I don't know what type of personality I'm going to get today. Right. That shit is all, it all changes when drugs are involved. It's really sad. It is. It's just fuck. It's hard. It's hard to fucking deal with because it's like you want to help as much as you can. You got to protect yourself. You got to protect your kids. Yeah. But fuck. I don't know. That's just some shit i was dealing with it's like watching a sinking ship sometimes it is but you know i say that to say let your people know just in case they don't know that they could call on you yeah you know if you definitely if you can be that for someone not saying that you have to we're all trying to hold ourselves together too if you have the mental space yeah you know yeah then to let them know i'm gonna smoke a cigarette in my mental space okay (laughs) hey you guys i just wanted to share something with you real quick so my brother has been using better help for about the last six months and uh he meets with his therapist online uh four times a month 
And when I tell you there's been a huge improvement, huge improvement. Um, So if you're stressed, dealing with trauma, anger, grief, anxiety, relationship issues, even if you're just having trouble sleeping, this is where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp is online counseling that is there for you 24-7. Join the already 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Eliminate that sometimes awkward feeling of sitting in an office waiting room and connect with a professional counselor in a private environment through text, email, or video chat. If you're not happy with the counselor you get, you can always request another at no additional charge. Join now and receive 10% off your first month with discount code HELLO. That's betterhelp.com slash HELLO. Hey, so if you guys are in the East Bay, specifically Albany, California... Um, on San Pablo Avenue, there's a new place called Sema's that opened right before the pandemic that I encourage you guys to try. It's really good Mexican and Persian food. They have everything from kebabs to enchiladas. It is uh, located at 1019 San Pablo Avenue, Albany, California. The woman would really appreciate you stopping by. Um, she's been hit pretty hard by the pandemic and, um, whatever help we can give her, let's give her. Tell her, um, hello dysfunction sent you and tell us how yummy the food is, please. As I'm accusing everyone of stealing my things, and then I find them. Yeah, listen to this. She lost her notebook here, and she was like... And my pen, and this highlighter. And she was like, can you look around and see where it is? And I'm like, you know, I've looked, I can't find it. She was like, did the cats drag it somewhere? So as you kept denying it, and as you told me that you didn't see it anywhere in here, and no one else had either, I was like, okay, that leaves no one else but the cats. So then I visually, it was like watching a video. I watched them in my mind come in here and drag the shit off of this thing in here and drag it underneath the couch and I was like I I know that's where it is so you know if she's too lazy to check when I go over there I'll just look and see that because I know that's where it is so then the other day um I'll get into that but I was watching this new I guess it's like a documentary Mm -hmm. um I have it in my notes but I was watching it basically about cleaning up so I got on a good one and I started cleaning up my fucking Hmm. cave my nest which is what it actually is so I'm cleaning up and guess what I find in PP's playpen I wonder my pen my this highlighter and my notebook that the cats hid from me they 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 went all the the way to my house and fucking got in and put it in her playpen (laughs) I raise really smart felines you guys but yeah i how many times have i done that accuse someone in my mind oh my god i make my mind up that i know makes this whole story up about it and then i believe it and then the shit will turn up the universe goes liar Mm -hmm. like just stop knock it off um speaking of liars Mm. are you familiar i hope you are i haven't talked to you but are you familiar with this eladia baldwin story Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I followed it from the beginning. So, okay. I first came across Hillary. <laughs> Hillary Baldwin. I first came across. Hillary ac- Taylor, when whatever. She, she was first 
first she was Ilaria, right? And I came across her probably two or three months ago because it had popped up on the Explorer page. And I went and looked at her profile and I was like, fuck, this bitch has hella kids. They love having kids. Alec Baldwin's pretty old, you know? Yeah, he yeah. has a grown-ass daughter. And they're starting all over. They have like five fucking five, kids. Yeah. And I was just scrolling. She loves being pregnant. Yeah, and I was scrolling through her thing thinking, well, he's gonna, God forbid, he's gonna die in like fucking the next 20 years, you know? He's yeah. like in his late 60s. Mm-hmm. I don't wish that on him, but I'm thinking. He's an old dad to be yeah. still having young ones, yeah. And, um... I just got the vibe from her page that she's very Spanish. <laughs> I did. Uh-huh. And um holy shit. So I had never heard of her or who she was or anything of the sort. I'd say a week ago, people started writing in to mm-hmm. the Hello Dysfunction page and to my page and was like please tell me you guys are familiar with this. Please fucking talk about it. And they were like laughing, sending me links. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? And a lot of people sent me the picture of her holding her baby and she's in the bra and panties. And I'm like, okay, who is this? And they're like, you just have to like read up on the story, please. Somebody put together that really good story. Highlight, yes. Oh my okay, God, so that's such a good one. It's in my fucking DMs. So one of our listeners... Connie yes. Mackin. I think her name's Maria, too. Love her. <laughs> but um, in my mind, because of Instagram names I see all the time, she's yes. Connie Mackin. Yes, you're Connie. She sent me the highlight on that woman's story, and it shows everything. And I, my mouth fell open, and I was crying laughing. We've talked before. We know people in real life yes. that make up these ethnicities, that fake and pretend, and even have their fucking kids believing that they're another race. Like, there's a girl I know that I may be listening. I don't know. But you know what? Bitch, you need to hear this if you are. Um, I hope she is. She has kids and she lies about where she's from. Every year it's a new. A new flag added. Yes. Every year it's a new race added. And I'm like, you know, you get away with that shit because you're hanging out with people that don't know you for very and long. And I just want to say Ancestry doesn't update that much for you to be including. No. And that. she ain't even did no fucking Ancestry know. or she'd have been posted that shit. Right. That's the infuriating part is you're just making, making shit yes. up. So um, I've known this this woman since I was six years old. OK, she lies about where she grew up. She lies about where she's from. Um, and she lies about her races she has more kids now and you know they're getting older and she has these my concern is you have these kids thinking that they're ethnicities that they're not right and it's fucking mental illness and she ain't the only one i know someone else like people it's a very weird thing i don't know if it's a bay area thing me and a cousin of mine had talked about this before because there are a lot of people in the bay area that would lie like growing up about being puerto rican and shit there is no puerto rican uh population like that in the east bay like you know over where we grew up and people would lie and you know never never um even being around that culture ever in their fucking life it's very bizarre they just wake up one day wake up one day and um i can i know personally like five examples of people that do this shit so when i saw this story i was like okay she has the same mental illness that they do yeah and it gets deep it's the dozel it gets fucking deep like um you know lying about your upbringing where you grew up where your parents are from where you went to school this bitch contradicts her stories she don't realize she'd be telling on herself because you know 
I, I don't really think she was anyone until she married him. She wasn't. And she was so, a ball. She did ballroom dancing. Yeah. And so she, you know, has since marrying him been on podcasts, done other interviews, cooking shows, yoga in- instructor type shit, interviews. And, um, you know, in some of the examples, she was saying, you know, I, I grew up in Boston and this is where I'm from, blah, blah, blah. In some of them, she's like, I'm from Spain. I went to school in Spain. I moved here after high school and moved to the we U.S. We didn't have a television growing up. All these crazy fucking lies. And I think, honestly, what I think my diagnosis is like you're insecure and you're not happy with who you are. So you make up these lies to make yourself more seem exciting, more interesting. Yeah. But what I what's sad is most of the time it be people that would be interesting on their own and right. smart and cool ass people if they would just be themselves like the ones that I know like you're dope being you you don't yeah. have to do all that like you and I wish I could like you know sit these people down and just tell them like number one I've been around since day one the ones that I personally know mm-hmm. like and you're getting away with that shit now because you hang out with people that wasn't around back then right and it's weird like we don't talk anymore so like people talk to me about it and I, I'd be like my mind's blown but I can't just call her up and be like bitch knock it off you know it would be weird but you know sometimes we share spaces and if and you go around telling everybody who she fucks with now that shit you're gonna look like she's gonna flip it and be like oh you're a hater or you're mm, lying i don't know i don't even know if she could pull that off because like bitch for what what would i be lying for you know yeah it's just um it's just a weird situation but i'm like watching this bitch hillary's story like she has the same shit like she probably is just trying to make herself sound more interesting like the shit about growing up with no tv and shit like it's all made up shit her family is like her mother's a doc like well i think both of her parents are doctors and they were both born and raised here in the states and people you know the good old internet they traced back her grandfather who has been in uh, I want to say Boston or whatever since the pre-colonial era era yes. so like you're literally like colonizers like you came here like it's just you know weird what's sad she has is- a fake <laughs> accent um she was on a cooking show. Please tell me you saw the clip yep. of her acting, pretending. What, what, is, what is the word for? Uh, Cucumber. She hella put on her she fake paused, accent. She paused and pretended she didn't know the word for cucumber. Yes. With her fake accent. You are crazy. And crazy. What's sad is there were people she went to high school with commenting and they, commenting and they were saying she was hillary in high school she was always a really cool everybody girl. said nice things about her so i but went they on were the like twitter. she was a white girl apparently this really blew up on twitter okay oh. and that's where it started and um you know someone made like a, a long reel or whatever about it and was exposing her and all these people she went to school with everybody had great things to say about her she's such a nice girl she was such a sweet girl but she never had an accent she was never from spain she grew up where we grew up you know in our neighborhood blah 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 Mm -hmm. i will say this people from spain are white yeah so like it's not that so she goes on her stories recently and she's like i am a white girl blah 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 but then she still is keeping the same narrative that she lived in spain and all this other shit just 
the fucking if you guys want to see her parents own a home in spain they're basically rich white people that got a retirement property in fucking spain now yeah but she's telling the story totally different like i grew up there was born and raised there yes yes it's so bizarre and um if you guys want to see the fucking highlight i'll figure out a way that's a good one yeah because it it kind of it shows a lot of just her weird fucking interviews telling on herself it's crazy and um, in this day and age you're pretty dumb to do shit like that because the internet will always find out yeah the internet follows you like you know um we haven't had it for that long but we've had it for long enough that you know people people can trace you and your family and and your jobs and your schools and all that kind of shit like what the fuck are you doing and why are you doing it why I don't get it. And she named all her fucking kids. Oh, my God, I know. All her white-ass kids are like Eduardo. Eduardo Angelo. Yes, all, all these fuck. They all have heavy Spanish names. And it's like... She's like Maria de Jesus. Your name is fucking Hillary, girl. Hillary, not yes. Hilaria. No, no. She's she's an interesting one. So, um, yeah, I thought that was she, fucking She posts hilarious. workouts and heels. Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad at that. Whatever. She, it's funny because the the lady with the highlights, she's like, she loves being pregnant. Yes, yeah, she, she said it like she's four so times. so good at bouncing back from being pregnant because literally she don't she look really like is. you know she has like a supermodel, very skinny, no yeah. curves <clears throat> body, and just snaps back like after in days. All the, yeah, within days after all these kids. Fuck and, her. Um, Lucky. So she's really great at that. And um, <laughs> instead of just, you know, whatever, that I don't have a problem with that, with underwear photos or whatever, whatever. But just the lies, the lies. You don't have to do that shit. Embrace the honky, dude. Use your fucking um, creativity, storytelling for other purposes. Right. Write fiction. She could have a cool story. You know, she's done ballroom dancing for fucking years. Yeah. She competed like ride that way you were wave. hella good at it you were like a really great person all your life it sounds yes. like like just tell your real story i don't get it i want to know how he feels is he embarrassed because i'd be embarrassed that's what and i I'd was be thinking like, bitch you done had us name our kids all these motherfucking names you're on tv talking about how what's a cucumber um <laughs> you be talking to the kids in spanish and how i don't understand that well but they're they're oh you my know, god that's right you want them to grow up bilingual like you did and all that like it's weird shit it's weird it's weird. i'm holding my forehead because mm-hmm. i'm like what the fuck yeah it's interesting you guys so just look up hillary baldwin if you're not familiar and have fun have fun in that <laughs> rabbit hole it's, yes. it's 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 a fun one it's bizarre you know there's there's been quite a few um there was a woman, this is probably like six to eight months ago. I fucking forget her name, but she was exposed in the activist community. I know who you're talking about. And she's like a fucking Jewish lady. And yes. she was telling people she was mixed. Afro-Latina. Yeah. And she apologized for it. That's even more embarrassing. It's like now you're apologizing. There's like no coming back from that. Like just no. keep the lie and disappear probably because you can't yep. apologize and then turn into the white lady now and be yourself and be in your same space no, you that gotta you move. were in. You got to vanish now. Just don't I don't do know. That. It's, it's wild, right? Yes. Adults doing this shit. I might expect it more from a kid. You know what I mean? That's like dealing with some identity issues. But like adults? What's going on? What's going on? I don't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> don't do that, though, because you're going to get busted don't out. Don't fucking do it. Um, speaking of liars and frauds. Cardi, Cardi 
you know, whatever. What she, happened? She has a whole team of people, you know, that, that get her jobs and bookings and she's on yeah. shows, reality shows and whatever. Um, so there's an Instagram page that's been created and it's like Ask Cardi or something. I don't know, readings by Cardi, some shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like her fortune telling. Oh, I saw that shit. She has a history, for those that don't know, she took a picture back in the day in front of what appeared to be a money altar. And a lot of people were like, oh, her grandmother practices Santeria. Mm -hmm. She denied it. She was like, no, we worship Jesus. And if you're not familiar with Jesus, that is a candle for so-and-so. And we do not. She almost spoke against Santeria, which is disrespectful in itself, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's a very beautiful religion. So she, you know, went so hard to prove the point that or make the point that she's not affiliated with anything like that. No rituals and shit. Right. Like Mm -hmm. strictly Jesus. Strictly Um, God fearing. Yes. But now, like you're playing with that now and you're saying that you're doing readings and people can DM or text this number or whatever to get a reading by Cardi. Just knowing, like, you grew up in um, a black and Latino household, you know, both sides are very spiritual. You know what I mean? They're, like, it's just weird that you would disrespect real practitioners and play with that shit in that way. I told, like, you're not someone that grew up not familiar or not knowing about that or any spiritual. You know, you know what that shit is. If you're any type of black or or Latino, I feel like you know about that in to some degree. It would be hard not to unless you were like adopted into another family or something mm-hmm. to play with that. And and, you know, be fake and like because people are going to take that seriously. And yeah. I think it's really fucking disrespectful definitely As, it's like trendy right now to it do is. tarot reading and it to is. be a we've witch talked about that like shit. you can get fucking sage kits at, at urban outfitters and shit like it's very trendy at right walgreens now. now and i don't respect it and th- no. there are some people i know that are real practitioners that like sell secrets to white people and shit and i don't fucking respect it like it's a choice whatever you want to do however you want to practice i'm somebody that stopped posting my altars i stopped posting anything to do with that shit because you're just for one i was taught you're not supposed to show it Mm -hmm. um there have been times where I did. Just yeah, out of I don't a pride. ask you and you never share with me. Yeah, just ever. out of a pride thing. I, I In the past, I used to. But not anymore, especially not now. Fuck with the no. way that, excuse me, everybody's trying to hop on. And it's just not authentic. But I was just disappointed as fuck. Because I was like, wow, like they could have easily paired her with like someone real you know what i'm saying there's so many people that you could reach out to like i've mentioned friends that i have you know what i mean that i could send you to for readings and shit do you think it's a money thing you think it's just trying to do a money grab of course because you already spoke up about being against any kind of shit like that you know so it's like you know i'm sure her people probably came up with it that's why i said she has a team of people i know that like you know get her on shows and get people jobs and all this kind of shit. So it probably wasn't even her idea, but you know, you could turn it down. Veto some shit. Because that's not some shit your heart is in. That's not even some shit you really practice. It's like, it's disrespectful to those that really do. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Everything isn't for everybody. It's not. 
It's not. Damn. I thought it was disrespectful. That's kind of disappointing. Huh? It is. <clears throat> it is. But I'm not even surprised because, you know, when people reach a certain level of celebrity, it just turns into like they don't stand for anything anymore. Everything is a money grab. It's money. Everything's money. Even your politics and everything, it just starts to seem like anything you speak out about is money. Because, you know, I don't see her as a former sex worker speaking out for us. and defending us and the fight that we're currently in and have been in for the past like five years with the SESTA, FOSTA and now this new shit that can eliminate OnlyFans and everything else, text messages and anything with any kind of sexual content. We'll get into that next episode probably, but it's it's a heavy subject to unpack. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she's never been one to speak out about that. And right. And sticking it for us ever, ever. And that's something that you were directly involved in. That was your community yeah. for years. But now, now what, you know? She did, you know, hire real strippers and shit for videos or whatever. That's cool. Yeah. I appreciate that. But, like, you know, sticking up for us, defending our livelihood and stuff. Like, I, you're pretty quiet about that kind of shit. She could be a good voice for the Sesta Fasta for, right. for any of that. But instead, you're doing fake readings and fucking reality TV and shit. <sighs> Whatever. Happy um, New Year. <laughs> so every 20 minutes, I lose my motherfucking Roku, Roku remote. Even the Fire <laughs> Stick remote. It's so small. I feel like it's a conspiracy. It's on purpose. They And then I found out there's an app where you could use the app as a remote. Yes. That's because you know that you are you made it small on That's purpose. That's what Naya does is she uses her phone as See, a remote. You made it small and slippery on purpose. There's no grooves to hold it on no. my blanket or anything. It nope. disappears in a sea of blankets every 20 minutes. And the fact that they have an app for backup purposes it's because you know y'all did that on purpose to fuck with us they were like come to our website mm-hmm. buy more Just shit do that. sign up so we can track you through through the app uh, <laughs> we're gonna make it really hard so you have to use the app God, we want you to get the microchip that fucking app that's hella funny yeah fuck that fucking remote yeah we're pretty good about putting that fire stick remote back because we've lost it so many fucking times just every 15 20 minutes it's gone like either in my bed and the couch and they're so small purposely yeah that's my complaint yeah um i was talking to a friend that is also a mother of a young baby her baby's like a year old now but we were talking about sleeping through the night and it made me realize how lucky i am that pp sleeps through the night Duh. Just another way that she's a very mature baby. I don't think my kids slept through the night until they were like 10. No. I was going to ask you, when did they start? Um, Seriously? Um, Probably when they were three. Are they, you serious? Yes. Even now, both of them still wake up in the middle of the night once. They don't come wake me up for shit unless they don't feel good. Oh, damn. Um. But they've never been sleep through the night kids. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I wanted to say, so my kids, my other kids, they all, it was all under a year, but it was like later months. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, pee-pee's early in that sense. Definitely. But I thought it was pretty normal for all to be like, you know, maybe a year, year and a half. Yeah, it usually is. I, is it? I have abnormal. Children. Assholes. So... <laughs> well yeah it is you know what when they get to be a certain age melatonin gummies yeah get your fruit snack get your fruit snack for bed (laughs) i kid you not the other (laughs) night um sunday because you know that's the first monday coming back after vacation 
And we had been staying up late. And yeah. I was, you know, on school nights, Bunny sleeps in my room because she ain't got no phone. So she don't be trying to stay in her room. Right. So Sunday night, she comes in my room and I turn the TV off and we're laying there in the dark. And I was like, can you go get us a gummy? <laughs> I do you want to do cheers? Not. I we should have. I kid you not. I have the. They're normally like five milligrams. I think the ones I have are extra strength, ten milligrams. I need those, bitch. When I say within fifteen minutes, I was out. Probably not even that long. It was probably ten. I'm nice. being generous, saying fifteen minutes. I kid you not, and it is all natural, right? And non habit forming. Mm-hmm. I've heard. So if you <laughs> if you get frustrated with the lack of sleep. I know people that give their their small kids melatonin. Like how how small? I'm talking like five year olds. Yeah, 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 I do too. Yeah. So you know, yeah, get them a gummy. Don't give them Nyquil anymore. No, nope. <laughs> no Benadryl. Right. Benadryl used to be, you know, I guess for Bunny too when she was little. Listen, Naya's fucking colic. Her GERD was so bad before she was diagnosed with GERD. She used to cry. I'm not fucking kidding. Probably 15 hours a day. If she wasn't under the faucet in the water or being bounced this certain way, she was screaming. It was an absolute nightmare. Um, But I think, you know, my mom, she's a nurse. She fucking did the math for the dose. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Naya was probably a month old when she tried Benadryl for the first time. Yeah. Because it was either that or a pillow. Or a fire station. Yeah. <laughs> pillow. Or a pillow. I thought I was you losing know? my fucking mind. But Yeah. It was safe. Yeah, yeah. Don't um don't just dose your kids with Benadryl if you don't know the right dose. Don't don't do but, that. But yeah, I mean fuck. Melatonin. I can't imagine. It, that I was, guess I'm was pretty bad. lucky. Yeah, that's why I tell you, PP is such a great She's baby. not even four months old yet. She'll be four months in like four days. She's a great but baby. But she goes to bed about 10, 30, 11 and moves around. Don't even cry. Wiggles and wakes me up from <laughs> wiggling like a worm around 7, 38, maybe 9 to get a bottle. And then we'll sleep until 11, 30. Wow. She's trained like you. She's And the bath. Loves the fucking bath from she's baby you she's me it's funny it's very funny to see if she's not left-handed i'm gonna be pissed i hope she's fucking left-handed i keep trying to put a toy in her left hand like here this this is your dominant hand (laughs) use i tie you know it's a lefty gianna's a lefty is she yeah special angel baby yeah she's a lefty oh i really hope pp is bunny's a righty huh yeah 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 i said i hope pp's a left-handed since you all let me down i told the other kids that (laughs) the rest of you failed none of you are fucking special Mm -hmm. i hope she's a lefty that would be cute if she is yeah i um so i watched this show the other day it's on netflix it's called the minimalists Mm -hmm. and it's these two guys and um i already don't like it it's too i'm just kidding the title (laughs) so listen to me okay so me and you we were just talking about this before we started recording we personify objects objects have feelings yeah um and i objectify people so it's kind of flip-flopped right in my brain right so objects have feelings clothing even receipts i feel bad i feel bad parting with a lot of shit so it's hoarding tendencies and it comes from ocd and so i tend to keep a lot of shit that i don't really have any fucking use for and i never will again in my life right so this is something great for us to watch um i mentioned a long time ago the marie Kondo. Mm-hmm. thing right um 
great for purging and getting rid of shit that doesn't bring you joy. It's very motivating to watch it, right? Her her series, like a mini series. This is just one documentary, but mm. it had me excited to get rid of shit. That's what had me cleaning up my room. <laughs> I'm actually going to watch it again, and I'm going to have my Bunny watch it with me um, the second time because I have rubbed off on her yeah. with overspending. And it made me realize I have hoarding tendencies worse than I thought. And I have more of a spending problem than I thought. Um, I've noticed that, I mean, we're kind of set up in that way, like the way that we can have shit delivered. I every think especially day. with food, where um, you with eating out and shit. You or me? Maybe both. We I, well, I know that our household, because of DoorDash and Instacart, and I don't do that because I'm too cheap pandemic. to pay for delivery. <laughs> So I never, I'll get up in my pajamas and go pick up some food. I'm not. Mark's like that. I'm too cheap to pay for I'm delivery. I'm going to do it all through the fucking app. No. I just want to open my door. I draw the line. I will not pay for delivery. Mark won't either. But when Will's here, he will. Yeah. No. So, but the, the fact that we have Prime and shit, right? And we can get anything basically delivered to us within a day. It makes me spend so much more money. Like if, if Amazon would show me what I spend in a month on Prime, I would probably like put myself on some kind of punishment see i don't i don't you know i hate shopping even online i won't do it i just prime be whooping my ass because i can get anything books and just it's so much i have some shit waiting for me right now in my locker my amazon locker at home yeah i hate it but in fact to the point where you know how they have them them scam text messages and i got a text uh will and i were sitting in the living room earlier and it was a text came through and it said Congratulations, you're Amazon's customer of the year. And I started dying laughing. I was like, bitch, I've bought two things in the last year from I've Amazon. I've never got one of those. Yeah, it's like you've won a MacBook. Yeah, it's like you've won a MacBook. You must get that from registering. I know your you're games. lying. Your online game for or sure. Something. Yeah. For sure, that's where it came from. Um, um, but I'm like, this is a lie. But, you know, okay, so like Instacart, everything, right? Like we're we're very, we're encouraged to just spend more, 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 more. And it takes the joy away from like appreciating what you already fucking have. And I just really encourage you to watch this because it's going to help you part with some things. And there's even a challenge at the end that I want to do. And you can document it um, with hashtag less is now. Um, So I'm actually going to search that hashtag on Mm -hmm. Instagram and just look at examples of what people are doing. But in a nutshell, what you're doing is in 30 days, each day you're getting rid of that many items. So like one item on the first day, two items on the second day, three. It could be anything. Could be fucking an eraser, a pen and a cup or you know what I mean? Yeah. But you're encouraged to do it. The hashtags help motivate you if you document it, you know, and um, it's like to get rid of either recycle, either through recycle donation or selling Mm -hmm. every day. And you have until midnight that day to get rid of it. Um, And I want to do it. I have so much fucking stuff and it stresses me out. And honestly, I'm not in a place big enough to accommodate that much shit. I just don't need that much shit. It's it's very cool shit, but it's gross how much shit I have. It's so much shit. Like I have shit from high school, like 
shoes and clothes and shit. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I'd be happy, like, oh, I'm so glad I saved this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wish but I would have. It's very rare. It's very rare that that happens. It does happen sometimes, which fucks me up because then I think to myself, remember how happy you were when you saved had all this? of this? Yeah, exactly. But like I said, it doesn't happen that often. So yeah. I really want you to watch this. You don't be watching this shit I tell you. But I want I don't you to wa- I don't watch a lot. I want you to watch this. And it's really good. And if anybody else wants to do the challenge with me, I think we should do it and get rid of some shit. And now is a good time to donate. Uh, everything I get rid of is Marks and the kids. I donate <laughs> a lot of shit too, which is fucked I do. Up. I donate a lot, and I, I I do too. I kept telling myself like I'm doing really good with that because I'm consistent. Like mm-hmm. every couple months, I get rid of huge bags of shit, but I bring in more than I take out. And so, I mean, just simple math. That's you're never gonna get um, rid. I of need a to lot. purge my garage. You have baby clothes for someone that's never going to have another baby. And I have clearly doesn't give away the baby clothes because I ain't seen shit. <laughs> so, so they had like 10 times as much as that. I have two totes, you know, the standard big totes full of baby clothes. I'm never pushing another baby out of this. Post. You have rubber made bins full of baby clothes. Two. Yes. There's no reason for, for you to have it. It's just taking up space and On somebody else could appreciate it. That's another thing. Not to keep jumping around, but if anybody knows someone that is having a little girl, I want to give this shit to someone that needs it. Yeah. I got a lot of help with this pregnancy. I have tons of fucking clothes. This baby is growing fast. She is already grown out of all her newborn shit, all her three months shit. She's finally in six months shit. So I have tons of shit that she only got to wear one time. And you have nice stuff. And... She has a lot of real outfits. We don't fucking go anywhere. So I'm not putting outfits on her. An Easter dress. I bought hella fucking baby clothes of like full on outfits like jeans or, you know, outside outfits. Yeah. She only wears pajamas because we don't fucking go nowhere. So I want to make sure she's comfortable. Right. So I have so much shit that I want to give to somebody and I'll ship it to you. And um, let us know. I have a little bit of formula. Yeah. And yeah, just let me know if you're pregnant with a girl. I know we do have some listeners that are pregnant. Um, but mm. I just, you know, I want it to go to somebody that can use it. I don't want to just drop it off to like a Goodwill right. or something. Um, oh, one other thing I've been watching um, and Bunny's, I mean, not Bunny, PP is really into it too. Um, it's called Obsession. It, it's from the ID channel. Have you ever watched it? Love it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there's three seasons of it on Hulu. I've watched. Is there? Yes. I've watched two. I've watched two and three. I'm starting one now because I started out of order. Mm-hmm. Hella good. And PPB focused as fuck watching it for like an hour. Won't say a word focused on the TV. Told you. Great baby. Yes. <laughs> I can't She's talk enough baby. about how great this baby is. She but likes I'm murders. Like, Girl, you like it? I love it. Earlier, she was watching it for so long, she fell asleep. I was like, my dog. Like, you're fucking You're great. the best. I make a pot of coffee. We lay on the bed. We're watching the whole thing. You don't say a word. Great. Does it get any better? I don't know. Than murder shows, coffee, and a yeah entertained baby right silent the whole time paying attention amazon should have texted pp she's the baby of the <laughs> she's year baby of the year yes but you guys it's called obsession dark desires there's three sessions sessions three <laughs> seasons of it on net not netflix hulu the other one is on netflix the minimalist is on netflix um obsession is on hulu watch those those are my recommendations for the week they're fucking great so I watched one thing this okay. week because I'm so upset. The office is uh, 
I know. Not on Netflix. And uh, it is on Peacock already. However, you can't get Peacock on the fire stick. You can't? No. Oh. We found that out the hard way. You're right. I um, threw a fit. I have it on Roku. On my Roku TV, I have it. What's Roku? I need to talk to Mark. Yeah. He'll figure out a way. Uh, well. He's technological. So he said we could download this. I could download Peacock on my phone and I could plug my phone into the and TV. Mirror, you can mirror your I don't want to do that. The TV. That's not how I want it. So I think I'm just going to buy all the seasons and have it at my disposal when I want. Because that's really the only show I put on. You, when don't, I, you don't have a DVD player, do you? I'll buy one. <laughs> all right. Okay. Minimalist. All right. Well, if you do that, you get rid of two, two things if you bring in one. Open your drawer, Mark. We need to thin out some shit. Um, so I watched, um, it's called The Whitmans, and it's a documentary on the ID channel. Mm-hmm. And it's about this couple with two sons. Um, and... Wait, you watched it on, on the ID channel app? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't have that. It's but called okay. The Whitmans. You could put it on your Fire Stick really easily. Um, but when you do that, if you don't have a TV service, like... I don't. Um, I only have internet. You only get access to certain seasons, mm. which fucking sucks balls. But mm-hmm. what? So the Whitmans, it's this couple, two sons, the younger son is murdered. It's so fucking good. Um the older son is accused of it. Mm. It goes through their journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know, but in 2016, a case was brought be- before the Supreme Court about, and I should know this, but I don't, about how uh, um, how it was considered. They were arguing it's cruel and unusual for children to be sentenced to die in prison mm-hmm. if they you I've know heard about that before and it and it was upheld yeah so you know they they have kids can't get life right and i think in some cases they should <laughs> so, i get it your frontal lobe isn't developed in a lot of cases yet but I, like if you eat your mom's brain and shit like maybe i don't you want you living by me hospital. yeah i don't want you living by me you need to get the proper help yeah. like the two nine-year-olds I think this happened overseas, but I think it was the UK. Remember, they took that three-year-old boy and and tortured him Mm-mm. and murdered him. Girl, they're already out. They got new identities. That's what lives. I'm saying. You shouldn't be able to do that. If that it was my son, your crime. I would be fucking hot. Like, no, you need to be, if you need to be in a medical facility, whatever, you just need to be locked up somewhere. Yeah, so I've, I've never really... It just it, watch it. It really pulls out a lot of fucking heartstrings. It makes yeah. you fucking think. I've I've never watched a murder document documentary and been unsure if hmm. that person did it or not. Usually, I'm like, oh, they fucking did it, yeah. or this is bullshit. They didn't do it. I, I, I kind of lean toward yeah, but then there's some things where I'm like, how is that possible? It's just it's really good. It's about an hour and a half. It's fucking good. It's, it's so called the good. Whitmans. The Whitmans. It's so good. Okay. Um. And that's all I have for watching. I'm reading a book. Are you? And guess what? What? It's not. Is it an audio book? No. What is it? It's a tangible paper book. Um, and it is, um, it's called The Empath's Survival Guide. I want to say I saw that on someone's list. And Is I, it good? Uh, yeah. You know, I skip around because it's, you don't have to read it in order. Yeah. And um, there's this one part 
that I highlighted to read on here and I fucking forgot the book in the other room but mm. um it is very good especially if you are an empath okay. and and super fucking I love psychology books and yes. self-help and you know yeah. I've said that before I so I want to read it when you're done okay it's really good 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 it's so good a friend of mine uh posted a book she's reading today for school and it's about uh psych meds Ooh. And she's someone that's also bipolar and on psych meds. And so as soon as I saw it, I was like, um, can I read it when you're done? And um, it's that, you know, it sounds hella good. And yeah. She was like, yeah, I'll send it to you. So Oh, that's hella nice. I'm excited to get that when she's done with it. I hope she's a fast reader. <laughs> Speed it up, girl. Yeah. Speed it up. Um, okay, so I got a lot of write- write-ins. I need to read this first, okay? Okay, while, while I pull up the others, I want so, you to... Because you told me you got a doozy. So last week, uh, remember the... I, what brought this up? Um, oh, the shitting story. The <laughs> Someone reason, asking why you have phobias around shitting? Yes, and yeah. we were talking about we would think, like, did they shit before we bang? Things like that, right? Mm-hmm. So a listener wrote in... And shared their fucking experience. About shit? Yep. Hold on. Let me find it. Um, I also have one listener question in here, FYI. Okay. I read this and my mouth hung open. Did you hear the Southern lady come out just now? <laughs> Someone pointed out she came out during our live. Too. Really? You called Carolyn Carol Ann or something in one of our... Cause really? Because I had posted a clip that had got sent um and i could hear it too and i said that's that fucking southern woman that be coming out sometimes i just said i also thank you guys everybody that joined us for live on new year's eve uh we went on for a while and got so many messages about so many people that appreciated it and felt included and just it was nice so we're planning to do it again definitely okay so Jess was listening to episode 109 and y'all were talking about thinking about did they take a shit right before we have sex? Well, let me tell you. My boyfriend at the time, I, oh my God. My boyfriend at the time comes into the bedroom fully naked and lays down on the bed looking for a BJ. I, unlike him, trying to be sexy about it, get on all fours and walk in between his legs up to his face. So I was pretty darn close to his asshole as I do this, since the soles of his feet were on the bed and his knees bent. Okay, so, wait a minute. So he's laying on his back with his knees bent up, you know oh, what I mean? Oh, okay. On, on the top of the bed, his feet are up there. Yep, and uh-huh. she's doing the sexy crawl uh-huh. face to the crotch, okay? Okay. You said up to the face. So That's first. what she wrote. Oh, okay. Um, but her face was up to his crotch yes. and his arm, his legs are bent. As I'm trying to be sexy, I say, what the fuck is that? Thank the gods in heaven I grabbed a tissue because old boy had a lump of shit chilling where his ass cheeks curved. I'm leaving. Listen. I'm leaving right now. It was at the cuff. Where his ass cheeks curved and I literally wiped a grown man's ass as he laid in my bed looking for a BJ. Okay. We're done. He was all the way naked because... Right before he came up, he was downstairs taking a shit and thought that immediately after was a good this, time for a, a BJ blowjob. was the proper thing to do. Because I got horny while shitting. Needless to say, I kicked him out the bed, washed the sheets while looking at him in utter disgust. I hope you broke up with him right after that. Can I just 
give her some credit for even wiping his ass. Yeah, she's better than I'm me. so awkward and would have been so horrified and fucking <gasps> upset. And and what do I say something? Because, you know, I do get I really punch him. I get really bad secondhand embarrassment. Do I just pretend I don't feel good and walk out? Or do I actually horrify myself further and say something and draw attention to it? Like, this is your partner. Like, what the fuck? I don't know if I'd be able to do it. I'm one of those people that can't tell people when they have a booger in their nose and shit. I, I just do. stare at it. I watch it go in and out as you're breathing I and I you. don't say nothing. I don't tell people when their zippers down because I'm like, oh, you're going to know I was looking at your dick or crotch. I tell people. I, d- I don't tell people when they have shit in their teeth because I'm like, you're going to get embarrassed and then I'm going to get embarrassed for you. I just rather save all of us the discomfort and you're going to find it on your own eventually. You're such a bitch. I'm a horrible friend. You, a horrible I think person. you've told me maybe three times when something and and you pointed it out you made sure to tell me look see i told you look see i told you oh god because i really just don't do it and that's what i'm saying like what would i say is that shit right there you have a turd stuck we're to your not, butt now we're we're never thing, pumping no we're no longer together i don't know you anymore no nope. it's making me so uncomfortable thinking about this scenario a poop there's a poop on your grown ass and we were about to be sexual this is why you see guys this is why i don't do any pooping stuff with mark's knowledge ever damn i also know how to wipe my butt very well but i just oh my god i can't like just think picture it you so i think about like dingleberries when i found out what that was and i was like that's a horrible thing like that's real and then i learned like more and more guys don't thoroughly wash because they think it's gay and shit like i'm learning all these gross i want things my man to be adults. hella fucking gay yeah <laughs> you be hella fucking gay you put the soap up your butthole the whole bar <laughs> yes. you fuck yourself with the if soap. it's body wash go on ahead and shove that oh bottle up there God. and squeeze it douche your butthole yes yes Yes. Be clean, please. Because you don't. If if I ever have a situation where there's a mishap, we're we're done. It's I over. I would be mortified. I'm not mature enough to get past something like that. How would I not laugh and be like, "You're so gross"? Yeah, you missed a. Poop. And I'm never having sex with you again, ever. I can't even think about it. <laughs> nope. Damn, girl, you're good. She's brave. You're fucking good. All right, before I, I get to some write-ins, do you have another one that you wanted to do? All right. I just want to do these birthdays. We miss some birthdays. We get a lot of fucking birthdays. Okay, let's do them. Okay, I just want to do... Some of these are late, okay? This listener question is really heavy, and it's long, so I want to save it for next episode. Okay, all right. Um, You know, the way my memory is set up, maybe I did do some of these, but I feel like I didn't. This oh, one is from Vanessa. <laughs> for who? Nancy. I don't think we did this. Okay. My, Sometimes we're like dumb and dumber. But may, maybe you'll get two birthday <laughs> yep. shout outs, you know? Happy two um, birthdays. I'd rather you get two than not get one yes. at all. So let's say that. Okay. My best friend Nancy's birthday is on the 24th. Bitch, the 24th of December. <laughs> um, Here we are. Uh, I wanted to wish her a happy birthday on your show since she's always listening to you guys. And she put me on and now I love you both for getting me through work. I've known her since elementary school and now we're both in our 20s and still good friends. She has been an amazing friend and I don't know what I would do without her. Hopefully she gets to hear this on the next podcast. Just um, kidding shit happy birthday nancy happy birthday nancy i hope it was great yes and shout out vanessa for being a good friend and sending that in i love it i love when longtime friends do that 
there's another one from Casey. Does that sound like I did it? No. Okay, I'm a semi-new listener. Hi. Thank your, you. Your podcast uh, has really brought, brightened my days. I'm a stay-at-home mom of two, girl and boy. My 23rd birthday is the 26th day after Christmas. I don't have any anyone to write in for a birthday shout-out. So I was hoping oh I could write in for myself. Fucking God, Casey. I love you guys. Thank you for uplifting my spirits in the hard times we're facing. Happy birthday. Casey, happy birthday. And let me just tell you, being a stay-at-home mom of two little kids, I've been there. I did it for years. <laughs> God, it's fucking work. hats off to you. That shit is so much work. Not only is it work, it's 24 hour work. Yes. It's not like clock in, clock out. You no. never clock out. No. So we know how hard that is. No, and I love you. Ugh, yes. So sweet. Um, this is from Cheyenne. Hey guys, I couldn't remember how to send in this. Could you guys please shout out my friend? Um, out for her birthday. She's the one who turned me onto this podcast a year ago, and it's something we bond over all the time. She's the best person ever. She's going through a lot right now, so I think this would help her out. Unfortunately, it'll be after her birthday. It's Sunday the 13th. Her name is Michelle. It would be so much appreciated. Thank you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. I literally listen to you all day. It makes me feel so comfortable. So, happy birthday to, what did I say her name was? Michelle. Michelle. Happy birthday, Michelle. That's from Cheyenne. And let me just say, I love when people write in. Happy birthday, Michelle. Yes. I love when people write in and tell us that they feel at home or they feel comfortable or our show has made them feel um, less weird or less the oddball because that. It's really why we do it. Yeah, it was the number one reason we wanted to do this. Yes, because we grew up awkward loners that didn't in regards have, to our yeah up. dysfunction yeah yeah that's the whole premise of definitely the show because we want other people to not feel fucked up for you know having dysfunction and know that we're adults now and we still have dysfunction and we're still navigating the dysfunction yeah. with our families yeah it's normal for us like this is our normal so yeah. don't feel like it's not normal just because it might not be normal for everybody I think the the leave it to to beavers and the families, I think those are more abnormal nowadays than the cookie cutter mom and dad and 2.5 kids and a dog and a picket fence. Mm -hmm. I think that's more abnormal than I think so, too. We're becoming the majority. Yeah. Um. Okay, Happy New Year, Potafria and Crystal. I pray for a wonderful year for you and yours. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Same. Um, so I got a question that I've been sitting on all 2020, and I figured, why the fuck not? 2020 was a major level-up year for me. I finished school and got my teaching credentials and Congrats. will be working for the district by next fall. I'm hella proud of myself, but my romantic life has always been trash, even pre-Rona. I haven't had good sex in over two years, even in my last relationship, and I'm definitely not in the headspace for a whole phase. I've been thinking how to celebrate when I sign my first teaching contract. Is there such thing as a, quote, boyfriend experience? I feel embarrassed even asking, but fuck it. I know dudes get the girlfriend experience all the time, meaning hoes. Yes. Um, If there is such a service, how should I be looking to how much should I be looking to pay? Given that my income is about to double, cost is not an object, especially because of... Co- okay, girl. Wait, let me just say, I love this <laughs> yes, question. Yes. I fucking love it. Um, and where would I find a nice sex worker in the middle of a pandemic? 
Thanks for reading. I love you, ladies. Here's to a prosperous 2020. First of all, congratulations on doing all that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's a huge accomplishment. And I love this. And what better way to celebrate than be open-minded and... With a professional. Leave it to the pros. Yes. Seriously, then you're going to leave satisfied. Absolutely. Where can we find a boyfriend experience? There is a website. um, It's called Boys for Rent. Mm-hmm. I used to, for one of my clients, we would get guys on there and party with them. And they, I would facilitate the situation. They would have sex. This, however, was with guy on guy. I don't remember if there was a guy for women category, but I would assume there is. Um, so maybe can she Google? Yeah, I would start there um, with searching sites like that. I will also look myself um, because like arrows and shit doesn't really have a category for men. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there has to be something out there. I know, you know, isn't Tinder for sex? Yes, but they're not professionals. You're right. And we don't want guys who want to just get their own nut. Yeah. So when we find a professional, what I would say, um, I don't know where you're located, but I would say the going rate is like 300 an hour. Okay. And that's like just fair. That's, that's, you know, kind of across the U.S. Um, East Coast tends to be a little more. I'd say maybe 500 an hour Mm -hmm. if you're on the East Coast. But um, yeah, if you just book a good hour with somebody, you know, if you, if you're feeling generous, I'd say like 600 an hour. Yeah. And Um, enjoy yourself. Congratulate your fucking self. And, and, you know, your your teaching credentials and everything, your increased income, and just make sure you're safe. Yeah, make sure yeah, you do and have the best COVID time. testing and whatever. But um, but yeah, I would just search, and the keywords that I would search is men for women. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, escorts, okay. and uh, I I would hope that boys for rent or whatever has that category. If they were smart, they would. But there's just so much money in male on male that I even know guys that are just gay for pay. I know one of our listeners is a male and he does OnlyFans. Um, I wonder if I could message him and ask maybe if he yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah. Because if he doesn't do it himself, he might know. Okay. Yeah. Because he does OnlyFans targeted towards women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, we'll look into that for you. But, I really um, love that question. I do, too. Go for it. Um. Okay. Okay, this. You guys are talking about your experience with OCD has helped me a lot to come to terms with my own OCD. Love it. I was diagnosed way back in high school, but I always ignored it. Um, Around the same time you guys started talking about it on the podcast, I got a new job that made my OCD so much worse. Mm. I can't access therapy right now, so I've been reading this book called Overcoming Unwanted Intrusive Thoughts, which sounds boring as fuck, but it's been, it doesn't sound boring at all. all. It sounds like um, throwing me a lifesaver. Yeah. Um, which sounds boring as fuck, but it's been so helpful. It even made me cry a few times. Mm. The author talks about OCD in a really hopeful and destigmatizing way. He goes into detail with examples of all the different kinds of OCD thoughts to make people realize it doesn't make you bad to have these thoughts, even if you can't talk about it because it's so horrific. This is my fucking brain. Um, then it teaches you how the thoughts work and what makes you more prone to them and how to... Hold on, I went to another page. 
oh, and how to unstick the thought from your brain. This is getting so long, but I just thought it might be helpful to you and Crystal. It's been really helpful for me and brought me so much relief. Anyway, I love the podcast and I love how you guys are so open about these things. It helps me feel less alone and I'm sure a lot of other people feel the same. Happy New Year. Um, That's great. And I just that made me think of remember I think it was last episode I was talking about films and how there's no limit and how like even Mm -hmm. newborn babies getting raped and shit like that made me sound like a crazy person and I thought about it after the fact after we had already uploaded the episode Mm -hmm. but what I wanted to say was um it's a form of my OCD so what it is is um I already have horrendous thoughts on my own right so often that in order for me to feel anything it has to be so far in that direction Mm -hmm. for me to even feel any kind of oh my god or shock or horror or anything that other people's levels are at normal you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying mine because of my intrusive thoughts my whole fucking life they're already so beyond the typical horror film level that's why I appreciate and enjoy movies that are so fucking extreme. It's it's from that. So just yeah, to kind of make sense. Yeah, just to explain like my levels are further than most people because right. I'm already I've already been thinking like normal and, levels for my whole life. And mine are so fucking low. Like there's no fucking way. And I just remembered part of the thing that I read in the empath book. Uh-huh. And it it talks about how um it's a certain type of empath i'll you know i'll have to maybe i'll i'll post it when we do highlights but it Mm -hmm. said it talks about how this certain type of empath is usually the one in the family that will break generational curses it will they will put their foot down Mm -hmm. um because they feel so much they will say you know that the pain and the hurt and the trauma stops here yeah i'm gonna do my best to raise children who do not um, carry on the legacy. Um, it's worded so much better. And I read it out loud to Mark and he was like, fuck, that's you. Mm. It's really good. It sounds good. It's very good. Next time, bring the book so that you can. I know it's in the that. other room. <laughs> I'll remind you because that sounds like something I want to read as soon as you're done. You got it. Um, this is a good one. Okay. Excuse me. Listener, write in. Hi, ladies. Love the show and grateful for your podcast. My question is on the topic of, excuse me, is on the topic of kinks. My husband has a mommy kink. Mm. Likes it when I call myself mommy when having sex and loves sucking nipples. And it totally weirds me out. I'm not mad. In an effort not to kink shame, I feed into it and go along. The truth is I find it totally cringy and it kills my lady boner. We've been together for 10 years, and I'm worried if I bring it up, it's just going to make him feel ashamed and less satisfied. How would you go about approaching this? No, this is a new thing since I became became a mom two years ago. Okay, so that was going to be my first question. Mine too. Did you breastfeed your children? Because if you breastfed your children, I can see where that would be more creepier to you. Yes. As someone who did not breastfeed. Because it's already creepy to me. yes, Yes. As someone who did not breastfeed, who looks at their tits as sex objects, I, I would be like fucking suck mommy's tits. You know what I mean? Because I never used them to feed a baby. I think if you fed a baby with them, it's like, yeah. bitch, this You're, is creepy. Yes, yes. Yeah. 
so you fucked up by breastfeeding your babies. He fucked up by I'm not just exploring kidding. that kink before she had a baby. It just started after she so had a baby. So that's kind of fucking that's creepy. That's fucking it up. Yeah, because if he would have started this early, they've been together 10 years. Yeah, he and I was totally just kidding. He pro breastfeed. He should have started this way fucking earlier. So yes. then it wouldn't be like around tied the same into, time that I become a mom. Right, yeah. and tied into feeding i know that feeling of going along with a kink that is killing my horniness same for work hello i've had to do it so many times but and go along with it and still be present and into it you know um you know a lot of acting goes into sex work but i've said before i'm somebody that tries to achieve orgasm every time if, if it is a sexual kind of encounter yeah um and so sometimes when i'm if I have to fake being, you know, if it's something more kinky that I'm not into, it's harder, you know, to right. get there, right? So I've been in that situation before. And um, if it's not something you can work through, just tell him. Definitely. Yeah. I, definitely. If it's something you can get through and still get off and everything, then good. You know, maybe She's saying it's easier, killing her lady boner. Then, then don't. You got to tell him yeah. it's no go for you. Yeah. I had an ex. This is many years ago you might remember who <laughs> who all of a sudden well it's the same one that wanted me to peg him and oh, i was okay. like i'm gonna kill myself because yeah. i'm not into that <laughs> yes whereas um but yeah. before he asked that he was like i want you to spank me and tell me i'm a bad boy <laughs> and i was like i want you to cut my throat and fucking send me to yes, jesus yes. you know like that that's not my kink okay so here's the thing when you're exploring a kink with your partner you gotta don't be selfish like you gotta make sure they're into it otherwise you're just putting that on them right they might not in like you didn't fucking enjoy it and you don't really have a choice like he just demanded in the moment demanded multiple things that like you weren't into he didn't ask you first how you were gonna fucking feel about it especially when I'm more of a sub by nature yes. in the bedroom, you're asking a sub to do shit that is I totally be out degraded. of their comfort zone. Yeah, you're supposed to be the daddy. You're supposed you're to be the tough it. guy. Yes, and now you're acting like a sissy, and in you're front wanting of me. me to spank you and call you a bad boy. Like it's not gonna work. Yes, yes, I definitely communicate. I that. I think that was the beginning of the end for you guys. For sure, because it's like now you done gross me out bad yeah and not even a kink shame but it just we that doesn't it's everything you can't is mesh. not for everyone right so you have to have a conversation like right. i can't be hella getting you off and it's grossing me out that's not fair that's right. not how this is supposed to work right because now i'm yeah. never gonna want to have sex yeah i would just tell him it's fucking it up for me for our sex yeah and maybe it's gonna make it weird for future kids too like i think, don't do that right i think it would be easier to deal with if he did one or the other. If, you know, he liked calling her mommy or if he was really into nipple sucking. But yeah, yeah. doing the two. Yeah, no. It's like, oh. She, she's just not into it. So. Tell him. Tell him. We're not doing Tell that him for and 2021. Don't, don't force yourself. Do not. Yeah, don't. That's unfair. Sex is supposed to be an enjoyable for both people. It is. Involved. So. Don't bite your tongue for the sake of your partner. Mm-mm. You're going to resent him and then start getting grossed out by him. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. But but just find a common ground mm-hmm. so that he don't have to, like, uh, feel like he's sacrificing either. Right. You know, I mean, I'm sure he's into something else. Or you guys can modify it so it doesn't involve the breast thing. There's yeah. a different way, you know, that you could explore that. 
Maybe becoming a mom really fucking turned him on. Yeah, if he didn't bring it up until after, he's like, this is hot. Yeah. Guys are, yeah. Guys are, guys get off on watching yeah. women breastfeed. That's a thing. Yeah, Very so. Much. Yeah. Your husband might have a. Okay, here's an important one, and I feel bad that it's so delayed. So let okay. me just do this one. Um, Hi, ladies. First of all, I want to say I love the show. I've been a fan since the first episode and look forward to listening every week. With that being said, I was hoping you could give me some advice. I'm 21 years old and just found out that I'm pregnant. I'm a college student. I just got my associate's degree and I'm actually set to transfer to a four year for my bachelor's degree in August, which just happens to be right around the time I would be due. I work full time, but was already planning on dropping to part time when I transfer because the college is a 45 minute drive and I plan on commuting daily. My boyfriend is currently working a full-time job as a temp and doesn't have a very stable job. We live together and we're both very pro-choice. I personally always said I would get an abortion if the timing wasn't right, but now that I'm in the situation, I feel like I can't bring myself to do it. My boyfriend was not super thrilled when he found out and he told me he thinks we shouldn't keep it due to the fact that he doesn't have a stable income and I'm set to go to college in August. I have a hormonal disorder, and because of it, I've had doctors tell me it would be close to impossible for me to get pregnant without fertility treatments. I guess this is why I feel so confused. What if this is my miracle baby? Um, Hold on, I'm going to another page. What if this is my miracle baby and I'm never able to get pregnant naturally again? I know there's no way in hell I could handle a baby while working and commuting to college along with all the college coursework. Not without taking a break from school, at least, and that hasn't been a part of the plan at all. I already feel like at 21, I'm super late on getting my degree, and um, I'm set to be the first in my family to get a degree, and I feel even more pressure on me because of that. I just feel so lost and confused, especially because I've always made jokes about aborting, and now I'm actually in the situation. (laughs) I feel so uncertain. I know the decision is ultimately mine to make, but any advice would be greatly appreciated. Sorry for the long-ass message. Thank you in advance. First thing I'm going to say is, you're 21. You are definitely not late in getting a degree. In either. Most people I know that have them went back to school at 30 Mm -hmm. and got them. So don't think that. Yeah. Don't feel like, um, yeah, you're not uh, late in doing that at all. And... The vibe I got from this is you want the baby. Right. You don't have to convince yourself why you want the baby. If you want the baby, you want the baby. Do you have a good support team? If you have a good support team, have the baby. Put off school for a year. Have your baby. You can go back to school there. We have a ton of listeners that have babies and are going to school. Yeah. Countless people do it. Mm -hmm. You could take two years off if you need to. I'm, I don't know how your life is set up and if you think you won't want to go back if you take too much time off or what reason you feel like you need to do it now. But Also, the one thing I'm going to tell you is when I got pregnant with Naya, my decision to keep her was not based on Mark at all. My decision mm-hmm. to keep Naya was based on where I'm at in my life. Could I support her by myself? Yeah. Did I need him to be involved? My answer was, I didn't need him to be involved. I could do this by myself, so I knew I was going to keep her. Mm -hmm. Don't base your decision 
this sounds really selfish. <laughs> Off what he wants. Right. But you know what <laughs> I mean? It's the truth. It's the don't, truth. Don't think, if you really want this baby and he's like, I don't think we should keep it because of timing it's never going to be the right time and i tell people that all the time that's not how having babies works it sounds right to be able to plan it and have the wedding first or whatever blah 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 90 percent of the time that's not how pregnancies work Mm -mm. they fall in your lap when you don't expect them a lot of times even if you um plan on it in the future or whatever you know it's never it's never going to be the perfect time make sure if you decide to keep the baby that you can support yourself and the baby just you you know what i mean right always even if you were a married person i would definitely because um there's no guarantee you can never guarantee that a partner no matter who it is is going to be there you could be married for 20 years and and it could still fall apart having kids changes the dynamic of your relationship sometimes in a good way sometimes in a bad way it adds pressure so um you know, just as long as you know that you can do it, I would say do it um, yeah. and and just go with, you know, whatever your heart is telling you. And it kind of sounds like she wants to yeah, keep it. It does. So. So don't congratulations. be discouraged. <laughs> right. Don't be discouraged because of anyone else. If it's what right. you want, then do it. Yep. That's always going to be my advice, no matter who it is my own kids I tell that you know like yeah don't worry about a partner being there if it's your you know if you're comfortable and you can do it do it yep agree um hold on yeah the other one I have is like a whole conversation but I will do this because I have another birthday that I didn't fucking um Jesus we're very Christ. organized you guys I mean we just have so many that like uh, we do I'm sorry that we don't get to all of them. And this one was for, yeah, this is for December. <laughs> Happy okay. birthday to everyone in December. Yes. And, um, you know, later is better than never. So you'll, you'll get it now. Um, hi, ladies. Thank you for gifting the universe with your podcast. Listening Aww. to you, ladies, is the highlight of my week. In many ways, your friendship and the stories of your adolescence remind me of my friend Issa and I. We grew up in South Central uh, L.A., and we're out on the streets really, really doing the most when we were like 13 years old. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> us. Yeah. I have an 11 year old now and I can't imagine her doing all I was doing at her age. Fucking same. Right. I think I look at Bunny and I'm like, I was stealing cars, keeping them as my own, had tattoos, all kinds of shit, was walking all over the neighborhood can you imagine um, letting at them night, do whatever they wanted? At her age now. Like, Absolutely I, never. Totally fucking different situation. It's crazy to look at. So mm-hmm. I feel that. Um, Issa is my longest friendship. I hope I'm saying the name right. Um, as we have been friends since we were 11 years old when we met in the sixth grade. I love it. There's been times in our lives when we have gone months without seeing each other. But once we kick it again, we pick up right where we left off. I know those kind of friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, I Best told kind. her about your beautiful, about your pe- beautiful podcast. Get it? LOL. Don't say beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful bitch, girl. This beautiful. bitch tried to slip that in a text the other day. I and did. I was like, I said, Goodbye. wait for it. Dot, dot, dot. Beautiful. Stupid ass. <laughs> um, 
And she now loves you ladies too. Issa's birthday is on December 29th. And I would be so grateful if y'all could give her a birthday shout out. 29 on the 29th. Happy birthday. It's your golden birthday. I hope it was great. Happy birthday. Um, Stay beautiful, ladies. And I send you nothing but positive energy into this new year. Hoping one day, hoping to one day meet you ladies at your next Mm. meet and greet whenever it's safe to do so. Um, Lucelli, I think is the name, which is beautiful. I love it. Luce is light. Um, So Lucelli. Is it? I love that. So um, happy birthday, Issa. I hope you had a great one. And sorry for our our tardy fucking reading of this. You guys, go to iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe. I'm just going to share a little bit of good news. You know, we had a new, um, I was going through the. What's in your mouth? None of your business. (laughs) There's something in your mouth and it's distracting. It's a butter rum lifesaver because I'm a 90-year-old woman and I just found these in my bathrobe pocket. <laughs> You're really a fucking old person and now I, I want one. There you go. They're so okay. good. Yep. So I was going through the Hello Dysfunction DMs today and we actually, there were two of them, two new listeners that said that they had just stumbled upon our podcast. So I asked the one woman, how how did you find our podcast? And she said, well, I just Googled top podcasts. And I was like, what? what? Us? Excuse no me? No way. We're fucking Googleable. Who, me? So I went and Googled. Sure enough, you Google top, well, I. Apple, top Apple podcasts? Top Apple comedy podcasts. And then I did top Apple uh, improv comedy. We're on there. Wow. And it was a really fucking great feeling. That's exciting. You know, because sometimes during COVID, um, there's been a few discouraging times. And um, just, I'm going to just say our listeners have dropped. Yeah. Pretty significantly. A lot because, of people um, listen. During commuting times. Yes. And because a lot of people aren't working still, we immediately felt that when yes. when the shelter in place and all, not shelter in place. What is it? Stay at home. Yeah stay-at-home order and all that went into effect and it wasn't just us we read about many other shows just across the board listenership dropped yeah but you know when you put your heart and soul into something and it's your baby um shit like that really affects you sometimes it was discouraging and um like i said you know patreon thank god has kept us motivated And it's something we're very committed to. Like, you know, even when I get out the fucking hospital after she gets out of surgery, after I give birth, like it's something we try to stay really consistent with. Yeah. And um, it just felt really good for someone, for multiple people to write in and say that. And then to be able to Google on we're number six on Chartable and then it just was a good feeling and yeah it was reassuring and it made me feel like okay maybe we should keep going yeah maybe we are doing what we should be doing right so um to everybody in the since we've been doing this that has went to itunes and left a review and rated our podcast thank you so much because that that's what got us yeah on the charts so while you're listening to this go do that again please thank you very much goodbye thank you (laughs) (laughs) no but really thank you and suck it easy and go to bed Mm